to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the four supports for right action. Welcome. Uh, Today, I'd like to talk about post-meditation practice or meditation in action. This is about how we mix the Dharma and the meditative experience with the challenges of our everyday lives and guidelines, perhaps you could say, for the kind of choices that we make every day and moment by moment throughout the day. So I'm talking about action and how to act in a way that is skillful and does not lead to further harm and that actually leads to some benefit for ourselves and those around us. So we're talking about what is usually referred to as virtuous action, how to develop right action. Right action is action that benefits. So the foundation for action and decisions like this in the Dharma are not based on punishment and reward, or um, they're going to be sent to heaven or fall into hell. But they're based on really fundamentals of the practice itself. So I'd like to talk about four, what I call supports for right action and how that works. So it starts very simply, the very beginning, with mindfulness practice. Mindfulness, or the ability to tame your mind, to control the mind, to understand the nooks and crannies and obstacles with our minds, to uh, develop personal awareness of our uh, strengths and our uh, triggers and our weaknesses and challenges, and how to work with the activity of the mind, the the thoughts, the emotions, and the the, uh, bundle of activity that uh, occupies our mind so often, the idea of being able to be more still, more steady, a bit more calm, and just knowing oneself, knowing oneself through the practice of mindfulness. Mindfulness also is what gives us the ability to insert a small pause between uh, trigger and uh, reactivity that cuts a certain amount of impulsiveness and gives us a chance to come from a more sane or positive place. And from mindfulness, naturally, it flows out a quality of awareness. So mindfulness focuses more on the inner experiences that we have, and you could say preparing ourselves as the actors. Awareness is focused on others. It is focused on the the space around us, the effect of our actions on those around us. It's noticing. So much is noticing. And I think a lot of harm that we do comes simply from not being aware Uh, Not that we have a bad intention, but we become oblivious and then crash through life and cause all sorts of damage willy-nilly so often just by not paying attention. So settling the mind and then paying attention, that goes a long way. The final two supports for right action are kind of a pair of making decisions on when we need to refrain from action and what we need to cultivate as actions. So decisions so much are decisions of refraining from harmful things and cultivating beneficial things. Those are fundamentals of right action. So refraining is something we don't talk about that much, I don't think, usually. And um, it's interesting that the notion of ahimsa, nonviolence, refraining from harm, is, is so important. And sometimes it's so much more effective 
not to do something than to launch in and try to do something. Those are hard decisions, but it's often the case. I remember in hearing at one point about things you could do on just a household or individual level that might help and lower your carbon footprint or your impact uh, on the environment. And and one of the speakers was saying, well, the most you can do is stop doing so much. Uh, before you start thinking about all the fancy things you can add to your life, think about just simple things like uh, insulating your house, doing a few more, buying a few more, less things, et cetera, et cetera. It's like refraining from harm actually has more bang for the buck, so to speak, in that case. So the sense of refraining is is not a kind of a wimpy thing, but it's a very powerful thing at times. And by refraining from things, we set up ourselves for much more ability to then be able to cultivate what might be beneficial. So simply said, if we can refrain from harm, if people just could refrain from being so harmful to one another, that would be a huge change just like that. Apart from all our goody-goody activities of trying to save the world and try to be great saints and warriors, just simply and very humbly stop harming would go so far to transform this ourselves and this world. And the fourth support is cultivating. So refraining and then cultivating. Refraining from harm, cultivating virtue. Those are the two moment-to-moment decisions we make all the time. Is this going to be beneficial? Is it better to act or is it better to refrain from acting? So I'll talk about this in the next few episodes as well, but I wanted to focus today on on refraining, which is really the ground. Refraining comes first. Having refrained, then we make decisions on what to cultivate. And in the foundational path of uh, Buddha Dharma, there's a lot of emphasis on simply not harming, refraining, and what to refrain from. And I'll talk more about that in the next episode. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.